1: welcome aboard the national football show it's your boy big sales thanks for stepping in with us and i'll tell you what first two hours of the program is all for us then we're gonna get a fans perspective our boy philly 500 in hour number three at five thirty eastern time i gotta tell you guys pretty impressive pretty impressive I was even sent a text message by an Eagle executive. How do you like my GM now? Hit that like button. I'm going to get to my takes here in a second, and I'm going to get to your takes here. Now, listen, something that Xander said to me right out of the box here. How the Roseman wears a suit? He has put the pieces on the chessboard. It's up to the coaches now and the players to go out and win. Now, and I'm, this is not negative, but I want to just give you a comparison. Okay? Do you remember the former Eagle Dream Team? Dominic Rogers, karmarty Nami Asamoah. Vince Young. Ronnie Brown. Evan Mathis. Steve Smith, Jason Babbin. All of that was on paper too, and everybody was excited about that football team's potential in 2011. OK? I want my GM doing. I want my GM OK? I want my GM to be doing things and be proactive. Okay. I want everyone to know without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. I want everyone to understand right now, this is on paper. However, one thing is for sure. Okay. We are clearly seeing a general manager do his job. Okay. This easily could be Howie Roseman's best offseason. This could be Howie Roseman's crowning achievement next to the two thousand seventeen Super Bowl. Um, now I will ask you this. It's a very different, very different, okay? Very different off season here. Guys, it looks like we're struggling a little bit on the stream here, okay? We're going to take a timeout and see if we can fix this here here, so that we'll restart it here. Please hang with me. We're going to restart it, okay? Keep it right here on the National Football Show.
2: choosing a lawyer for your injury case you may ask does the size of the law firm matter well of course it does the insurance company they're huge with unlimited resources and whether your case is big or small they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed but here's the good news we're big too the biggest actually and we're built to bite to make them pay for all that was taken from you size is our strength there's only one morgan and morgan for the people.com.
3: field of life first trust bank is there for you because philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank
4: do you stream on a roku fire stick android tv or apple tv now you can watch 6abc 24 7 with the 6abc philadelphia streaming app the big
2: story on action
4: search 6abc philadelphia and start streaming today
0: To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org.
6: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's
7: best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You
6: could say that.
7: Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free?
6: That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of stateside vodka. So good, it just disappears.
2: After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case. And might say, it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS, not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. ForThePeople.com.
3: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you.
5: One two three. Because
3: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
4: Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24/7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story, an action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today
0: To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org.
6: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the
7: world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You
6: could say that.
7: And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free?
6: That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first time purchase of stateside vodka. So good, it just disappears.
1: Here we go, baby. Here we go. Mulligan here. Big Seals here, National Football Show. And we got a big one, okay? Please click the like button. Apologize for the start. You know, we're in Communist California. Internet's never good. Gasoline prices through the roof. But I'll tell you one thing that's happening. The heat is on in Philly. The heat is on in Philly, baby. Okay? Okay? You know, I read that list to you, and I know we probably weren't coming through, but that 2011 Dream Team, I just brought up for one thing, context, okay? Context. This is all on paper right now. This is all on paper. However, one thing we have to look at, I want my general manager doing and being proactive. I was sent a text message from the Eagles today. And the Eagles said, How do you like my general manager now? And I said, I think your general manager has done a spectacular job this offseason. He has done a spectacular job. And this is all you can ask your GM to do. Look, September's around the corner. Rent's due rent's due in september okay rent's due in september but here let's do it here's howie roseman's offseason AJ brown four years 100 million dollars did they need an elite wide receiver yes did they need an edge rusher hassan reddick three years 45 million Did they need a CB2? Yes. James Bradbury, one year, $10 million. Perfect Howie Roseman deal. Prove it to me deal. Remember, he was scheduled to make $13 million with the Giants. The Giants didn't have the money to pay for the Pro Bowl quarterback, cornerback. Okay? So he's only taking a $3 million haircut. And you want to hear something even more? He's in the division that made him a pro bowler. It's not like he has to go to the AFC West and relearn all the wide receivers, the quarterbacks, the nuances of what a team will throw at you. He's in a division he's excelled in. That is such an added advantage. He's got his book on all the wideouts that he's played against. Washington, Dallas, Dallas. Hell, he knows the wide receivers in Philadelphia may be as good as what Nick Sirianni does. He clearly knows the Giant wideouts because he performed against them in training camp and in mini camp and during the season in practice. Best quarterback duo in the NFC East by far. That includes Dallas. Then you add Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean. Look at these five players that they've added to the roster, and then you look at the rest of the teams in the NFC East and ask yourself the question, who got better, who got worse? Washington got a little better. The Eagles got a lot better. Dallas got worse. The Giants, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. So here, let's have this topic. By the way, we got a boatload of topics here. And I can't wait to get to you guys here in a second here. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. By the way, Xander did a great job earlier when he had John McMullen on. And I thought it was very level and very even keel on how they took the James Bradbury sign because there's two things that still are evident okay still things that are evident the quarterback play and health of the team but then again health of the team you could apply that to all 32 nfl teams health the war of attrition do you have a deep roster you know we're gonna look at the eagle roster is it the deepest roster in the nfc east you think You can't really stockpile players, but when you have a rookie contract with a quarterback, you can stockpile players. Howie Roseman's offseason, you guys think this is the best he's done as general manager? And does his offseason now make, with the signing of James Bradbury, does that make The Eagles, an elite team in the NFC. Let's take a look at the elite teams, Rams. But see, the one thing that's going to be lacking is the quarterback. And I'm going to address that here in a second. Okay? I'm going to address that here in a second. Do the Eagles have an elite football roster? We can't say team yet. You don't know that yet because it's only on paper. Um, are they as good as the Rams roster wise? They don't have the pass rusher in Aaron Donald, but they do have an elite pass rusher now in Hassan Reddick. Do they have an elite wideout like they do in LA with Cooper Cup? They do in A.J. Brown. Do they have an elite quarterback? No. But is he good enough? We're going to get to that. Are they as good as the 49ers now? See, I think that's the benchmark here. Before you guys get a little bit angry at me with that, okay? Before you get angry with me on that, Jimmy Garoppolo went up and beat the MVP. In Green Bay, in shit weather, he went up there. Jimmy Garoppolo went up there and beat him. Jimmy Garoppolo's not elite. Ryan Tannehill last year, I know people forget this, Ryan Tannehill and his Titans, even when they lost Derrick Henry, were the number one seed in the AFC going into the playoffs. Do the Eagles have an elite team? Can you have an elite team without an elite quarterback? I think San Francisco's elite. So I think, yes, you can. Bradbury, baby, much better than the 49ers. You're not much better than the 49ers. You're not near the accomplished resume of the 49ers over the last three years. They've been to two NFC championship games. How can you make that statement on May 18th without seeing these guys play yet? This is what I'm saying. Temper your expectations yet a little bit here. Can they have the same rod? Yes. But 49ers, that's your benchmark. That's who the Eagles are. I'm all right being in the 49ers because I think the 49ers can win the Super Bowl this year. I think you're reading this wrong. Jeremiah says, Sills, I want to hear from all of you guys that wanted to trade this offseason for one player in Watson and Wilson. Yes, it's on paper, but we flipped the roster. I'm sorry, Jeremiah. I would still take Deshaun Watson in 17 seconds. I have no problem sticking to that take. Not flopping on that take. Deshaun Watson versus A.J. Brown and the moves that they have made. Yeah, okay. Okay. I think I would be okay with that still. Deshaun Watson, you're still talking about whether the quarterback is good enough to win with an elite roster now. I'd rather have the elite quarterback and build around the elite quarterback than build a team and figure out, well, I don't know if I have the guy or not a quarterback. No, everyone is not on paper. The Rams are not on paper. The Bucks are not on paper. The Packers are not on paper. And the 49ers are not on paper. The Bengals are not on paper. The Chiefs are not on paper. They've got resumes that they've accomplished things. The Eagles have not yet. That's all I'm saying here. This offseason, hey, and I just said to you, I think the San Francisco 49ers can win the Super Bowl. If the San Francisco 49ers can win the Super Bowl, the Philadelphia Eagles can as well. They can as well. They can. How good are your defense going to be? How are you going to play Hassan Redick? What's your rotation going to be? All of this has to play out yet. The roster looks great. I missed that. Xander, can you? Yeah, there you go. A new pass rush will add at least four more wins than last season. Vernon, and with the addition of Bradbury on the other side of Darius Slay, you may have two pass rushers this year on that defense with double-digit sacks. Paul, again, it better not F this up. Let's start getting to some of your takes. I got another take here in a second. Do you think your Eagles are elite? One of the elite teams in the NFC now. Davey Boyd, last summer, People were shitting on the Bengals and praising the Browns. We'll see what happens. I was never praising the Browns as long as Baker Mayfield was their starting quarterback. I was never. Great addition, Bradbury, for sure. Absolutely. Massive upgrade. Now you have depth, too. Okay? Now with that addition, look what you did a year ago and the fact that you were adding. Okay? Okay. Don't worry. Hey, and last year, you got a chance to, to create debt, right? To create debt. Oh, so, I mean, dude, this is fantastic. The depth that you played last year in the secondary at free and strong and cornerback. Now you add Bradbury in the mix. Guess what? You're right there. M. is Sills. Sills used to work in finance, but we can't see what we're paying a dude right now, okay? I think we are, Sills, because the only weak spot on the roster is safety. And I'm, hey, I'll tell you what, and I'm not too worried about that because I think that kid Epps deserves an opportunity there. Not elite. Just yet, depends on Jalen and Gannon. God, that's a good take. God, that's a great take. Matthew says, not elite under the quarterback is proven. Garoppolo can at least throw the ball and he can read. And he can win, Matthew. But I think this team reminds me. Listen, is that a poor comparison? That I'm comparing you to the 49ers? Are you upset with that? 49ers beat the number one seed last year in the Green Bay Packers. At Lambeau, you're upset with that? You should not be. You should not be because the 49ers made it to the Final Four, and I thought they had a shot to get to a Super Bowl. I thought they were going and not with an elite quarterback. Guys. Paul says something that I'm going to hit on next here Hertz needs to come through does he does he this defense has been built for Gannon by Howie he better kill it hen Penn says Hertz is no Jimmy G though I don't know Dan does he have to be? I think on paper, we are better than the Niners. Really? You think you got a football player on defense that's in the category of Nick Boza? I do not. Pro Football Focus came out with the top 20, under 25 players. Do you know who the number one player is? And I'll get to that list. By the way, the Eagles have no one on that list. The top 20 players, under 25. Nick Boza's on on that list, and he's number one. You don't have a guy like that on your football team. You think Debo Samuel and AJ Brown are the same? I don't. And I and watch this. I think AJ Brown is an elite wide receiver, but he ain't D, he ain't uh, Debo Samuel because he runs the ball. He's asked to do a shitload more things. That guy's a superior football player, not superior, not superior. He's asked to do more in that system. Okay, But the Eagles do have an elite guy. Their quarterback is better. Their old line is comparable. Their defense is good in San Fran. And again, I think you're in the same conversation with the 49ers, and I think the 49ers can win the NFC. Jesus criminy. Eagles still need to find a punter. I don't want my wide receiver being a running back. One above all, neither do I. Yeah. Davey Boy says, uh, Debo says that he's not running the ball. You know, for a couple extra million dollars, like an extra $5 million in his new contract, he'll do. he'll do it. Money talks. JJ says, I'm smelling the 2017 season. You think you're as good of a roster as that 17 season? Did you think that team was elite going into 17? Did you get the quarterback? People were high on at the time. Eagles now have production value. Ernest says Garoppolo puts the Niners in a position. 49ers are solid. I know why people are happen how how can you say that that football team's solid when they've been to two nfc championship games in three years that's pretty productive no i smell the 2004 eagles 17 surprised me i think we're better on paper than 17 that's what mike says 2017 season so a backup comes in and wins the super bowl this is going to go to my second topic here i did but the general consensus was we were not in 17 you know what kanjo i thought that the philadelphia eagles in 17 had the best combination of o-line d-line for a football team i had seen in a long time they were superior in my opinion as a combination Okay? Really. I I thought they were great. I didn't know how far it would carry them, though. And I didn't think... Let's not forget something. The one thing that that team was notorious for, that 17 Super Bowl Eagle team, you know what they were notorious for? Once they got you and they were in a 60-minute ball game, dude, the Patriots waved the white flag with around 57 minutes left in the game. They were waving the white flag. You beat the piss out of that team physically. You manhandled them. That was a football team that manhandled people. And you had a quarterback making plays in the passing game. How do we know Hurts won't be elite with these weapons? Eagle, nobody's saying we don't know that. We are better on paper than 17, says Ernest. 2017 was coaching. Okay? Thank you. Pro, thank you very much. I I, I think your offensive line and defensive lines in 17 were spectacular. Are D-lines still a question mark? Marina, I don't know that. Lord Brunson, way to go, dude. Dan, I got you. Here, let me throw this at you now here. Lord Brunson, you think this football team now has an elite roster? Long live the Philly special. One of the absolutely greatest, greatest. Okay? I'm going to say this to you here. I've been proven wrong by Howie Roseman. I've been proven wrong, at least on paper. And by the way, that's good enough. Xander's right. This man wears a suit, doesn't wear a helmet. He doesn't wear shoulder pads. This is all this guy really has control of. He's building a roster. He can't play the game. He can't coach the game, nor would I want him to. But he was asked to do something: rebuild the team from the disastrous four-win team. After winning a Super Bowl four years removed, they ended up. No, it's not that. Chris, Chris is one of those guys that refuses to give people kudos, even if they turn the thing around and make it happen. See, I'm not like one of those old school turds that sit there and have to hammer a point like Skip Bayless does. That. LeBron James has no clutch gene, even though he's won four NBA titles. That's a dumb take. That's, that's a ridiculous take. Okay? You can be wrong here. Now, could that opinion change? Yeah, September. Reds do. Howie Roseman has been asked to rebuild the team, and he's – Put the pieces in place for it to be rebuilt. And he's done it fiscally. He's done it fiscally. There's no overspending here. He didn't go after Ty Matthew because that was too much money, that money that he was asking for. He wasn't going to spend that money. He gets a Pro Bowl cornerback on a one-year $10 million deal, $3 million cheaper than what he was going to make in New York with the Giants. He got a Pro Bowl cornerback at a $3 million discount. He restructured Fletcher Cox's contract. Dude, what do you want me to say? He sucks. He has not done a good job. What would you have me say, Chris? Lie? Or give the guy kudos. for? How about this? One thing he's done that I haven't been, he's been patient. Matthew says how he's done a phenomenal job. No question. How he got off this year. Philadelphia Eagles are going in the right direction. Can these coaches and players come together? Pickin'. That's why today, on May 18th, it's awesome. September 7th, when the season starts, rents do. Howie's done a he's done a great job. No doubt. Duck, how you doing? Amen, Dan. Howie has been patient. Most GMs don't have the luxury of that. Well, when you sign it, you know what we all should have said, guys? Tell me I'm right. We all should have said this, right? When he was given that three year contract, he has the luxury of being patient. September 11th, thanks, Mike. Zach says people act like you can't be wrong, Sills, I know, right? (laughs) Dude, I'm wrong most of the time. You know why? Some people come through. I was wrong in Lamar Jackson. But when I see somebody come through and win an MVP, I'm not going to sit there and shit on the guy or you still can't win. I'm like, the guy's a great player. It's not how I work. I'd rather be wrong because I don't like rooting against people. Unless you're a complete jackass. Paul says the offseason needs linebacker. They addressed it. Cornerback, edge, wide receiver. How he got all of them except the safety. Absolutely. And you know what he's going to do, Paul? He's going to give Epps his shot. 60 tackles. He feels comfortable in there with him. You can get away with that when you have lockdown corners and you have an elite pass rush. Okay? The linebacking core, he addressed it. Dean's going to start and play, and he's going to be your rookie MVP on defense. Steven says, if Jalen comes anywhere close to elite, we are in contention for a long time. What grade do you give us, Sills? Zach says. Your offseason? Strong A. Strong A. Now, let me ask you this question here. This, okay, this here is going to be the fall of Jalen. And I mean the fall season, not the fall like he's going to fail. Do the Eagles need an elite performance from Jalen in 2022 for the Eagles to be in contention for a Super Bowl? I'll say it again. Do the Eagles need an elite performance in 2022 for the Eagles to be in contention for the Lombardi Trophy? Eastside Monster says yes. I thought about this topic. Ryan Tannehill was an elite. Jimmy Garoppolo, not elite. They were in contention for the Super Bowl. Five Star says negative. Trim says, yep, yes. Solid, no turnovers. Not elite. Folks want elite. And won a championship. All Hurts has to do is be smart with the ball and move the chains. That's what Chuck says. Eagles need elite performances from Jalen. To shut you up, Sills. To truly be in contention, he has to be above average. I thought he was above average last year. So... If Jalen turns in the same performance, that's a great question too. If Jalen turns in the same performance as he did a year ago, are the Eagles in contention for the NFC Championship? He can't be that bad in the playoffs. He can't be. Because... The Rams and the Bucks will beat the doorknobs off that team. Ernest, not elite. Foles was an elite and won a Super Bowl. Lawrence says he needs to learn that playbook. I think it's more about reading progressions than the playbook. Yeah, Trent Dilfer says, hello. Got to play better. Hurts needs to work on his platform and his progressions bradbury baby above average throwing the ball at progression defenses chris says no he can't miss reads like that and be successful sex says he can improve without becoming elite ryan Tannehill is a great example of that jimmy garoppolo another great example of that There's quarterbacks in the NFL that have moved the chains and have gotten. You know what? Let me ask you this. You guys think when Matt Ryan was in his heyday, you think Matt Ryan was an elite quarterback in Atlanta? You think he won? I know he won an MVP award. I know. I know. You think he was. Would he have been at the top of your list when it came to picking a team that you wanted to build a franchise around? I never looked at Matt Ryan like that. You know what I'm saying? I know he wanted MVP. I know he's thrown for a boatload of yards. But when you looked at him, did you always, did you go like this? Hey, that guy's Brady. Or that guy's Aaron Rodgers. Or that guy's Stafford. Did you, did we ever do that? And look at him like, I always thought Matthew Stafford was better than Matt Ryan. MVP's elite? Okay. Sure, okay. Okay. I never looked at him like that. He wouldn't be a guy I build my team around. That wasn't a quarterback. I went, man. He's one of the top five guys in the sport. I get he won an MVP. I get it. You know, Andrew. Look, I, I'm not saying hey. And by the way, I never thought he was shitty. I just, I, I just never looked at him. Again, where I'm going with that is, does Jalen have to be a superstar quarterback for the Eagles to go? Here, watch this. How many people think how many people think that Donovan McNabb was elite? You think Donovan McNabb would be a guy that you wanted to build your franchise around? Is Donovan McNabb an elite quarterback when you think of the guys who played? When, when you think of people you want to build your team around, is Donovan one of those guys? See, I thought Donovan was a tick below elite. I thought he was great, though. See, I think Matt Ryan's great, but I never went like this. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Strahan. Donovan, with this year's Eagles team, would be a Super Bowl contenders. You also had Andy Reid. You might want to add that in, too. One of the best play-calling head coaches of all time. Okay, you might add that in. Five NFC title games. Jimmy Garoppolo's been to two. I don't know. Actually, Jimmy Garoppolo has been to three NFC title games. And Jim Johnson on the other side. Little different coaching staff Donovan played with. Yeah, Matthew, that's a great way to look at Matt Ryan and Donovan. Superstar, not elite. Yeah, that's fair. I think you could be a superstar NFL player, not be an elite guy when we're talking about the top five guys in the sport. I think you can be that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you can be that. So the big question will come down to once again, I was watching Xander and John McMullen, and those guys were right. The play of Donovan, or excuse me, the play of Jalen Hurts and health will be the major concern with this team. But then we go back to the first topic. Is this team now in a position where they have put enough pieces on the field or on paper? Or on the roster? Where we go like this. Yeah. The expectations. Hey, has your expectations now with James Bradbury elevated? Had they elevated more than they did from yesterday? I agree. Superstar over elite. The defense bailed out Stafford many times. I thought that passed down the middle of the field to Cooper Cup against the Buccaneers, that was pretty good. I would do use a different classification system. I'd say that McNabb and Ryan are star quarterbacks, not superstar. Superstar would be elite. I guess we're talking terminology then. How many games will it take to call for Hertz's head? Dude, I don't know. Hurts has to be overly exceptional now. Dale says Hertz will be better this year with a big chip on his shoulder. What's the chip on his shoulder? He's been given an opportunity to be the starting quarterback in the National Football League for a second year. What's the chip? That people don't think he's an elite guy? I don't know if that'll ever change. The only way it'll change is if he gets the team to the NFC Championship game. Okay. They are clearly the third best team in the NFC. So you think they're better than the 49ers, even though the 49ers, you know, the one thing that I will say will hurt the 49ers, they're indecision at quarterback right now. And their issues that they have internally are really making a decision whether or not they think Trey Lance is the guy. And if they choose wrong, let me show you guys something about the quarterback. Remember I told you, that there were franchise moves that we'll remember for the rest of our lives. The Patriots sticking with Brady, going into the Super Bowl and not going back to Drew Bletso. Pete Carroll not putting Matt Flynn in as a starting quarterback in Seattle and going with the third rounder. And Russell Wilson. Here's going to be a decision in San Francisco. If you get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo and trade Jimmy Garoppolo, say to New York, say they trade him to the Giants, okay? Or whomever. And you go to Trey Lance and that guy sucks, okay? And he's another Jordan Love. Then you got a problem. Brett says people forget how much Cooper did for Dak. We're going to get... Dude, I got a crap load of topics here. Hertz will use the doubt in him as motivation. Wentz had time. We have a better roster, 49ers... Jay, I don't think you have a better roster than the 49ers. I think it's comparable. I think they have more elite players than you. You have nobody like Nick Bozum. You have somebody like Debo Samuel. Trent Williams is the best tackle in the game. Jordan Mulata can be. Okay? They got an effective running game without the quarterback being effective. God, there's so much here. There's so much here. God, man, where do we go here? Okay, where do we go here now? Here, here's a good one, okay? Do you have more trust in Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts going into this 2022 season? Okay, who do you have more trust in now with this roster adding James Bradbury here? Hey, don't forget, guys, our good friends at Morgan & Morgan, where the fee is free. That means this. If you're choosing an attorney right now, that could be one of the most important things that you could possibly do for your family. If you're hurt or injured on the job, getting that lawyer is going to be one of the most important decisions you will make. For the people, this is what Morgan & Morgan are. It's not a slogan. They are, without a doubt. People that go out and get compensation for their clients. Over $13.5 billion in the last 30 years that they have got for their clients. With over 800 attorneys in offices in Philadelphia, New York, Florida, across the country. Size Matters they are the biggest casualty law firm in the United States of America. Call them. 800-512-1600. The call is free. 800-512-1600. The consultation is free, 800-512-1600. And do me a favor, when you call Morgan & Morgan, tell them Big Sills sent
2: you. When choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. We're big too. The biggest, actually. And we're built to bite to make them pay for all that was taken from you. Size is our strength. There's only one Morgan and Morgan for the people.com.
3: of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Action News,
5: we cherish every moment. And it's our profound responsibility to bring you closer to your world. Never miss a moment. Trust the people at Action News
0: to learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion?
4: Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to ready, go to look fake a mama. Mama, go mama! She did it.
0: Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare.
1: Uh
0: Uh-huh. At stateside vodka,
6: every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free.
7: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
6: You could say that.
1: Welcome back. National Football Show, your boy Big Sills. We're going to get a fans perspective hour number three with our boy Philly 500. That'll be at 530 Eastern time. I'm really looking forward to speaking with you guys here because there's a lot here. Jeff, yeah, I'm not moving off that Drew Brees deal. So wait a minute. Walking off the field, seeing Nick Sirianni's face or seeing Drew Brees' face, who would you rather talk to if you were a starting quarterback in the NFL? Sirianni, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. No, I'd rather talk to an inexperienced head coach than a guy who threw for 80,000 yards. What a jackass. I mean, really, what a jackass comment. Anytime you can get veteran leadership in your room, especially at the quarterback position, in a helping role, I said bring him in. I didn't say... By the way, Bree started on this football team. He'd win 12 ball games because he'd figure out how to get around his arm not being as strong as it once was. That's what great quarterbacks do. That's what Brady did. Brady knew he couldn't carry a football team in New England anymore. So you know what he did? He went to Tampa with a loaded team. Use your brains and not your heart. <laughs> Whatever. How far can this Eagle team go, you think, with this roster? Maybe I'm looking at it wrong here. How far do you think this Eagle team could go? Okay. How far do you think? Yeah, Brady hasn't beaten him in two years either in the regular season. Hey done. Guy beats Brady. Jalen got destroyed by Brady. You know that old man? That old man. The last two years, his own Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Deep run. W two. Twelve and five, give or take a game. I don't care about the regular season. Okay. I don't care about the regular season. When I don't care about that. How far do you think this football team that's currently constructed right now by Howie Roseman? Everybody's giving. Okay. So are we saying this then? If we're saying this, that Howie has an A roster, it's Super Bowl or bust, is that what we're saying here? Super Bowl or bust, it will be a disappointing season. How, how far does this team have to go? Yeah, okay, wait a minute. We could do this. Let me add this to the – um. Resume here, May 18th, but still wins again. It's changed now. You got another corner, lockdown corner on the other side of your defense. Changes the conversation a lot. Anytime you add a player that could be a starter to your team and as a pro bowler, postseason. you think this team's a 12-win football team? 12 win football team. You think the – anything less than 12 wins, okay? Anything less than 12 wins during the regular season is the disappointment. Would it be 11 and 6? With an A roster? That's not an A record. 11 and 6? I thought that 11 and 6 was a football team that you guys were saying that that was going to be with the current one without adding James Bradbury. Michael says we can win 17 games. If we play to our potential, you think you're going to be favored in 17 games. You think you're going to be favored in the Packer game. You think you're going to be favored in the cowboy game. Oh, that's great. That's a great comment. Here, let me do this. Better than the Lions. Oh, I can't wait to read you how many players the Minnesota Vikings have, according to Pro Football Focus, under the age of 25, top 20 players. I think they got three. And one of them is Justin Jefferson, who is number five, according to PFF. you will be favored in the Vikings game. It's at home. You'll be favored in those Washington games. You'll be favored in the Jags game. Will you be favored in the Cards game? It's in Glendale. Probably a push. Depends if DeAndre Hopkins is there. If he's there, Cardinals will be favored. If he's not there, it's a push. The Cowboys... Are you better than the Cowboys now? Do you have a better roster than the Cowboys? You think AJ Brown's better than CD Lamb? You think you think you think AJ Brown's better? I think AJ Brown's better than CD Lamb. I'd rather have AJ I'd rather have A.J. Brown than CeeDee Lamb. You think Hassan Reddick is better than Michael Parsons? Do you think Jalen's better than Dak? It goes into our topic that we tease going into the segment here. You want to hear something? This is going to sound crazy. And I don't even know why I'm saying this here. I, I I really don't. I don't know why I'm saying this here. Why do I feel more confident in Jalen Hurts than Dak? Why do I trust? Why do I trust Dak more? I mean, less than Jalen. Why? What? You know? Why do I trust? It seems that I trust Jalen more. Okay. Razor, you think that Kobe Dean is better than Micah Parsons and he hasn't even been in a training camp yet. How can you make that comment? Zach says he's growing on me. Just something, but just, Dak, I don't trust. Okay? I, I just don't trust. Ernest says Jalen is not better than Dak. Dak can throw for 40 yeah, but you know what though, dude? Those are like unfulf- those are like unfilling calories sometimes with him. You know what I'm saying? How many times have we seen Dak throw for a shitload of yards when it doesn't matter? When he's behind. You know what I mean? That guy's the king of throwing for a ton of yards when he's down 35-17. And then you look at those yards and you go, "Who cares?" So Dak in a loss by 14 points, throws for 400 yards. Do I care about that? Really? Who cares? I look better losing. Dak's won one playoff game. Razor, I vote on all the All-American teams. I watch a ton and I'm a top 25 voter. I vote on the college football top 25. I put a poll out and I have a ballot every week. I watch quite a bit of college football myself. Okay. You know, you know, the Maxwell awards that Jacob sports held and did a phenomenal job. Okay. I'm a voter on that. I vote on all of it. Heisman trophy, everything. So I've seen the Kobe Dean too. Ernest says you're right, Sills. He puts up big numbers in regular season, dude. He just disappears sometimes for me. I just there's just there's a part of me though. I look at I look at Jalen and I just trust Dak more. I, I mean, I, I trust I just trust Dak less, I should say, and I trust Jalen more. It seems to me that Jalen protects the ball more. You know, I mean, he's got to expand his game though. He's got to expand his game. Dak Cousins. Cousins? Cousins? Dak or Cousins? I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be overly disappointed with either of the guys. If you told me I had to take Cousins, I'll take them. I personally think the Minnesota Vikings, like Xander does, I think they're going to make a really big dent in the NFC this year. Hey, sales. Dak reminds me, Of Cousins. Yeah, you know, you're talking a lot of yards and not a lot of wins. I hear you. That that is on Kirk Cousins' resume for sure. Dak throws for 3,200 yards this year. Jalen throws for 4,200 yards this year. So you think he's going to improve 1,100 yards? It was on Stafford until last year, too. And he's 34. Cousins is a bum. Well, when you have a second quarterback throw for 4,000 yards, let me know. He's got six of them in 10 years. You Call a guy a bum. What do you call a quarterback history that you've had in your organization when you say that? You know, you you, you look at Cousins and you call him a bum, and yet you've only had one 4,000 passing yard quarterback in your franchise what's that mean now your style of play is different so that's not fair to some extent but you guys are talking about passing yards okay instead of what you guys have built your reputation on 14 playoff wins since 2000 a couple super bowl appearances and a win all the nfc championship games were not through the air i know this notion with the front office now Uh, building this roster, and everyone wants to sit here and go like this. Well, look at all the firepower. That's not what you've done in your history. That's not your MO. That's not your character. That's not what you've done to win all those games. You know, the Philadelphia Eagles have as many wins as the entire rest of the NFC East in 14 playoff wins. You didn't do that throwing a rock. That's not who you are, but you want to change that. You want to change that dynamic. Okay, right? Picking wins and losses, man. Here's something to think here. And and I asked you this question, by the way, let me finish this up. You'll be favored against the Steelers. You'll be favored against the Texans. You'll be favored against Washington. Will you be favored against the Colts at Lucas Oil? That'll be an interesting ball game. Probably could be a push. You're not going to be favored against the Packers. Will you be favored against the Titans at the link? You think you're as good as the Titans? Pretty comparable team. You got a serviceable quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. And you got an exceptional runner in Derrick Henry. You think you're as good as the Texans Or Titans? You think you're as good as the Titans? Better than the Titans, the number one seed in the AFC last year. Yeah, Kanjo, wait a minute. Derrick Henry went out and they still won the number one seed and had the bye last year. He did a pretty good job. He did a pretty good job. You guys really think right now, even though they've proven it, Because it's on paper, you think you're better. Okay, well, that's the fair question. You think you're better because you haven't proven you're better. But that's okay. It's semantics, but it's true. They've proven it on paper because they were the top seed last year. We're talking conjecture here. This is all theory. This is like 2011 all over again. What's the difference, you think, between this I think that's a good one too. And by the way, let me bury the lead here. Do I think this football team is one of the elite teams? One more time. Do I think the Eagles are one of the elite teams in the NFC now? Yes. Yes. So if you're under some notion that I'm trying to poke Coles and what they've done in this off season, I said how he's got an A and I think you're now an elite roster without an elite quarterback. Okay? Know that. G, well, GT, that's because you look at things with the glass half full. Upset that you got better? Why? It's more content for me. That's, see, that's an idiotic comment. If the Eagles get better, it's better content. If the Eagles suck, it's also good content. But that's not happening here. Why would I pray... For you to suck so that you don't engage. How dumb is that? It doesn't even make sense. There's no common sense to that. I'm really glad that the Eagles suck. Why come here? That's not what I'm saying. Dude, this is exciting. But it gives us a chance. Hey, I heard John McMullen and Xander. They They were tempering everything. John was saying it the whole time. Quarterback's got to play good. Teams got to stay healthy. They say it. I say it. You think I'm hating on you. Let me ask you this. What's the difference between what they've done this year and 2022 to the dream team of 2011, what's the difference? You guys brought in some really good ball players, and I don't know why that didn't work. Probably coaching. You guys brought in a boatload of dudes, man. Cromartie, Vince, Nandi Asamoah, Vince Young. Okay? Hey, you have to be determined... If Janlin's better than Vince Young was, we'll see. Vince Young got off to a pretty good start. He was 37-19 and 19 in Tennessee before they ended up going sideways with him and him going sideways. Okay? That's a great take, William. Young talent. Marina says, I don't think our defense will allow five quarterbacks to throw for 80%. I I agree. I think now that you got another corner on the other side, okay, I think you got an opportunity to really make that number go down. But Chip Kelly was here. That's that's a great one there, too, because Chip sucked. Actually, didn't he go nine to seven two years in a row first? Did did, did Kelly go 9 and – I thought he went like 9 and 7. Didn't he win 10 games or something like that? What a 9 and 7, something 9 and 7, 10 wins. His first two years. Didn't they do that? I thought they did. Then his third year, it all fell apart. Dream team is free agents. This year, it's draft choices. Really? And trades. You traded for AJ. Hassan was a free agent. And you sign James Bradbury off the street. Not exactly free agents, but one guy was cut. The other guy was a free agent signing. And the other guy was a trade. And you think that's a boatload different than 2011? I think what, what somebody said up there was that fact that this team's young. And plus, Chip Kelly sucked, right, William? Okay? He did. Hey, we got to take a timeout. I'm already up past the top over here. Holy cow. Holy cow. We, I, I, dude, there's so much to hit on here. There really is, okay? The, the offseason has been spectacular. want to talk about James Bradbury, too. Why can't you say something like this? What if Jalen sweeps Washington, wins a division? He's our franchise. He's our franchise guy. Why can't I say that? Because your GM won't say that. When your GM says that, I'll say that. Is that fair? I think that's a great point. GT, when your general manager says that, I'll say it. That's what I'll say. Okay, when your GM says it, if Jalen wins the East, if Jalen wins the East, sweeps Washington, he's our quarterback of the future. I'll say it too. We have a deal. Is that a deal? Here we'll shake on it. Hour two, hit the like button. Keep it on a national football show.
2: Choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. We're big too. The biggest actually. And we're built to bite to make them pay for all that was taken from you. Size is our strength. There's only one Morgan and Morgan, forThePeople.com.
3: field of life first trust bank is there for you
5: no One, two, three, because
3: philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank
4: do you stream on a roku fire stick android tv or apple tv now you can watch 6abc 24 7 with the 6abc philadelphia streaming app The big story on that can search 6abc philadelphia and start streaming today
0: To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside
6: Vodka, every new customer gets the world's
7: best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
6: You could say that.
7: And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free?
6: That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first time purchase of stateside vodka. So good, it just disappears.
1: It's a lot of fun, isn't it? Big Sills, hour number two. Hey, don't forget hour three. Fans perspective, Philly 500, and hour number three. 530 Eastern. It's a lot of fun, isn't it? A lot of fun when you got a proactive general manager, doesn't sit back and do nothing. Xander said that was perfect comment that he made. Sills, wouldn't you rather have somebody doing something than nothing? Absolutely. Even if he's wrong. I'm not gonna. I will never kill somebody. Like watch this. Daryl Morey is getting destroyed right now for the move that he made for Ben Simmons being sent to the Brooklyn Nets. That's not the kill. The kill is if he signs that guy to a max deal. After what we've seen, that's the death nail for him with fans. You give that guy $50 million, and in a final year of that five-year contract, you're going to pay him $60 million? Why? Why would you do that? There's nothing wrong with the conception of the deal he made. It's the fact that, well, he ain't a max guy. Cut your losses. This was the thing that the Patriots were notoriously great at, was cutting their losses and getting out of the room. Howie he has one deficiency as a GM, he's afraid to cut his losses. He takes too much time. Now he's patient. He's shown that this offseason here. He's been patient. Right? No risk it, no biscuit. That's exactly right, Jeremiah. Okay? At the time, everyone, yeah, Yale, yeah, yeah. The conception of the deal's not bad. Signing him to an extension and a max deal, that's the rub, right? That's the rub there. That's the rub, obviously. Let's reset here. James Bradbury <coughs> has been signed to a one-year contract, $10 bucks, <coughs> And he fulfills the need for the Eagles at CB2. Really making the cornerback position – a strength all of a sudden now with the Eagles where it was a half deficiency. Darius Slay on the other side, you got some pretty good corners there now in the NFC East. And in a division that doesn't have elite quarterbacks, you could call Dak elite. His contract's the only thing elite. But there's not one elite quarterback in the division. Okay? Nobody's elite. I think it's one of the only divisions in football that doesn't have an elite quarterback. As usual, the Cowboys overpay for a position and Dak Prescott's not elite. He's not an elite quarterback, at least in my book, in my view. Hey, Sills, let's say Jalen goes out and balls out and leads us to the playoffs and potentially to the Super Bowl. What does his contract start at? You're not paying Jalen Hurts $20 million or $25 per year. Okay, that's under franchise tag. Always remember, Randall, you've got to start at twenty nine seven. Okay, twenty nine. You got to start at thirty million dollars. And next year, the franchise tag is probably going to be around thirty four, thirty three, seven, something like that. That's going to be the benchmark could be thirty five million, depending on what revenues are this year. So if you franchise tag them, it's thirty five million. And if Jalen takes the team to the NFC Championship game, Jalen Hurts is going to be in line for a contract extension. And remember something about, hey, you know what's to his advantage? Say this here, guys. Do you know second-rounders don't have an option? You're on a fifth-year option. They don't have that, like the first-rounders do. So he doesn't have a fifth-year option on his contract. Okay? That's the advantage that he has. Going into this year. So in theory, he's kind of doing what Dak Prescott does. You know what that is? He's kind of gambling on himself here. He goes out and balls out. Starting price will be at $35 million next year. Okay? And then the Eagles will be kind of in the same position they were with Dak. Then you got to decide, do you think that Jalen Hurts is worthy of that contract? I never thought that Dak Prescott was worth $45 million. I wouldn't have paid it. I would have moved on and got someone else. Hell, I would have got Brady for two years until I got into this draft. Think about what Dallas missed out on. If Dallas had offered, instead of pass, Dallas could have passed on Dak Prescott. They could have passed on him. Signed Brady to a $40 million contract, had him for two years, could potentially have won a Super Bowl, and going into next year, Brady's playing one more season, Brady retires, you go into the draft with seven of those quarterbacks that are going into the 2023 draft, and you could have been on a rookie contract all over again. And you wouldn't have been stuck with an overpriced quarterback like you are now. Cowboys are stuck with two overpriced positions, running back and quarterback. And the Eagles are not the running back. Miles Sanders is the highest paid guy in the backfield with the quarterback make a two and a half aj makes 20 obviously on the perimeter the quarterback makes a million and a half 1.2 or something like that shit Devontae smith doesn't even make a million dollars this year base salary i mean they're in great shape financially too i get the 33 xander saw that and i agree deontay coach says jalen hurts is not dak prescott He's not, he doesn't have a good, he doesn't have as good an arm as he does. You're not the Cowboys. Cause you don't know. Well, you did pay for overpay for Alshon Jeffries and Carson Wentz. You did overpay for them. You're still paying $5.5 million with Alshon Jeffries on the cap this year. You still have dead money for a dude to spend off this team for two years. Brother, that's correct. Okay? Jerry was pushed into a corner. I would have signed Brady. I would have signed Brady for two years. Then went into this draft. If you've got such a great scouting department and great personnel department, as the Cowboys claim they do and say they do, you would have known that the 2023 class would have been a perfect lineup, and it would have fell in line with you having Brady for two years. Okay? I'm not paying Joe that much money. How much longer is Alshon on the books? I believe this is the final year. I think Xander said to me, the 5.5, this is the last year of that money that's still owed him. They had 5.5 on it last year. Steven, man, the Cowboys, they do a lot of good things, but then they overpay. And they overpay for players that are really good, but they pay them superstar money, then they earn cap hell. The Cowboys can't get out of their own way. They are so enamored with themselves and they overvalue themselves so much. This is one thing Howie doesn't do. That's this one year, 10 million. You know how he looks at this James Bradbury sign. He looks at this Brad James Bradbury sign and says, I saved $3 million on a trade for the guy. Plus get this. There's no way the giants would have traded inside a division on a position of need for the Eagles. This fell right in their lap think about what this deal is think about all the pluses on this James Bradbury deal he's in the same division that he's been prepping for every single sunday when it comes to his you know opponents that he's lining up on he's a pro bowler he's not going to be in you know unfamiliar surroundings he knows the eagle organization cuz he knows even the wide receivers that are on the team now He's played against the giant wideouts every day. He's played against Washington's wideouts. I mean, he knows the entire division. How we got him $3 million cheaper and you got a Pro Bowl NFC East cornerback at a reduced pay. I don't know. Hey, and by the way, will somebody tell me how old he is? Tell me how old that guy is. Two Pro Bowlers at cornerback? Chris, can you name me other teams in the NFL that have two Pro Bowlers at corner? Boy, man, I, I, I can't think of them off the top of my head. Bucks? Um, he's 28. 27? Jesus Criminy. Dude, he's 28. <laughs> Man, I think that's a steal. you th- how do you think the Giants are looking at that today? The typical giant stuff. instead of finding a trade partner for him so you make sure he doesn't land in the east and on the Eagles, you let him walk. <laughs> they must have been trying to trade this guy's ass, but nobody wanted to come up with the thirteen 13- really? Three million more. Boy, that just seems dumb. You couldn't have traded him somewhere out of the conference, even. Jeff goes, I'd be working on a contract extension now. Hey, hey, Jeff. I'm glad you see it my way, Jeff, because you should be excited. Some of the things that I bring up, I'm bringing up just, hey, Let's question this here. Just remember what I'm saying. I'm burying the lead with you guys. A off-season Contenders. Elite NFC. What more do you want? Am I sold on Jalen? No. I don't like to use the word hope. I think. Maybe. I like to look at resumes on what you are and who you are and where your feet is right now. That's how I look at things. These crystal ball readers that are on the radio and do shows are idiots. Forecasters, why don't you give me the numbers to Powerball? <laughs> I'd rather have that. And if I hit Powerball, no disrespect to anybody, you won't see Big sales tomorrow. <laughs> i burned the boats, Don't so you never find me again. I told people this a long time ago. If I ever struck oil or if I ever found a trillion dollars, you'd never see me ever again. Okay? Hope is luck. I think great people and great men make their own luck. What's the hat on your head about? It's a rugby team. It's the uh, San Diego Legion. I do some work with the rugby. I love rugby. By the way, so does Jordan Malata. Hope or luck, not here. <laughs> I'm definitely drinking the Kool-Aid right now. You should, Chris. Chris, do you feel better today than you did in 2011 when they brought that dream team in? You had to. Coach, the coach was a terrible, terrible coach. I was so happy when the Bucks didn't sign that guy. There was talk that the Bucks were going to hire Chip Kelly. I was like, God, please don't. How do you know he's good? He's had one good – he's had a couple good years at Oregon. Who's not going to not be good at Oregon with Phil Knight giving you all that money and all those resources? You think there's any coincidence? How about this? Why do you think Oklahoma State is great all of a sudden? You guys have any idea? Tebow, Tebow Pickens left an endowment for Cowboy football? That stadium's name, T Bone Pickens. He there's a massive donor. T Bone left a just a billion dollars to an endowment to the Oklahoma State Cowboy program. Where'd they come from? Money. Phil Knight, Nike. Okay. I want to see lot at running back for a couple plays. Andy Reid coach that dream team. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Randall. I appreciate it. I'm trying to temper my expectations. Jeremiah, I don't know you have to temper your expectations in May. I think it's exciting to be a fan right now for the Eagles. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with being excited, but don't, when I bring up something, look at it going, Oh, you're talking. I'm not talking shit. What if I talk shit on? The same thing that everybody said here on Jacob Sports, the quarterback plays got to still be a factor. How come when I say it, you think it's shit talk, and when they say it, eh, you know it's reality. Sanders says that all the time. Sills, you say it, and everyone goes nuts. <laughs> but that's standard. That's standard. By the way, I want to say this, and I know my aunt's watching. I think you guys are going to love this. I got word last night that um, I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know if it'll happen. I do not, because I've been nominated before. But I'm nominated to the University of Miami Hall of Fame. So, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, Sills. They don't like how blunt you are about the stuff. Okay. Yeah. Xander goes, that'd be legendary. I know, man. Thank you, East Cannon for life. Thank you, bro. Something I want. Greg says, Big Sills, I still dream of the Eagles being a dynasty, like the Patriots. You know, Greg, I think that's why they're doing it different this time. Okay. I, I, I think that's why they're doing it different. They're doing it through youth this time. Hey, Duck. Let, I, I, hey, I don't know either. Jimmy Johnson, Dennis Erickson, Ed Ogeron, Mario Cristobal, everybody have recommended me. There's nothing really left. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing left. Thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you. So, yeah. So, it's a team sport. I want to read you guys something here. God, this James Brad. Hey, you know what I've heard, too? You guys know I know people inside the Giant organization. I heard he's a great teammate. I heard the players love him. I heard they're very disappointed he's no longer on that team. Of course, yeah, he is. Um, they They said he's a great teammate. Okay, they do, man. They, they, they are very disappointed he's not in that giant locker room. Okay, thank you, Andrew. I know we get a little go back and forth, but that's what sports does, man. I'm so happy we get a chance to talk sports and not politics. Politics stinks, okay, because everybody gets their ass in a bind over it. Yeah, they, they do kind of in a way with sports too. So PFF came out with the top 25, or excuse me, top 20 players. I didn't put the top 25. I put 20. Players under 25. Eagles don't have a guy on this list. Nick Bose is number one. Justin Herbert, two. Now, this is according to PFF, not Dan Celio. Tristan Wirfs from the Buccaneers offensive tackle. By the way, he just started following me on Twitter. The Iowa OT is four. Justin Jefferson is five. That's got to kill. Michael Parsons is six. Jamar Chase is seventh. Jeffrey Simons, Tennessee, eighth. AJ Terrell, Atlanta, nine. DK Metcalf, Seattle, ten. Rashawn Gary, Green Bay, edge rusher. Max Crosby, Edge rusher, Raiders, 12. Chase Young, Washington, 13, edge. Rashawn Slater, Chargers, OT, 14th. Let's see. C.D. Lamb, down at 17, wide receiver, Dallas. Antonio Winfield, Bucs, safety, 18. T. Higgins, Cincinnati, wide receiver, 19. Patrick Sertain, Denver, safety at 20. You think the Eagles have an elite player on their football team right now? Who's their elite player? AJ? This is PFF. Michael, this wasn't me. It's PFF. A.J. Brown, he's not on that list. Slay's not on that list. How is on not on that list? Again, this is pro football focus, not me talking. Devontae can be. Okay. Kelsey says, or Chris says, Kelsey looking tough in OTAs. Just, hey, man. He's a great locker room guy from what I heard today. I tell you this about the young team. I love that the Eagles have done something that is so important here. Okay? They are building this team with youth, and they're doing it. And you know what? I'll tell you. They're doing it with foundation guys. Remember I told you something that Tony Dungy told me? And Coach Dungy told me this a long time ago. He goes, you have to have – Benchmark guys on your team, foundation guys. When they were building the Bucks, Derrick Brooks, Warren Sapp, John Lynch, Mike Allstott, Rondé Barber, they had five guys like that on their team that were benchmark football players. And what they did was they added the Simeon Rices, the Joe Jareviches. They added guys to fill in the gaps. That's kind of what the Eagles are doing here. They're kind of filling in the gaps. Tony told me one of the most important things that you do in rebuilding a football team. Do we agree that that 2017 Philadelphia Eagles team, it really wasn't built for the future. It was built for probably a two-year window. We've talked about this. Probably had a two-year window, right? Right. This team, how hey, this team, the way it's constructed right now, look how young it is. Look at the offense. Can you imagine once Kelsey leaves? Think of this for a second on offense. Once Kelsey leaves, is there gonna be a guy in that offensive huddle over the age of 30? Is there going to be a guy over 30? Lane. Lane, Lane, Lane will be. Lane will be, right? Yeah, Lane. Lane will be the only... Can you imagine that? You got one or two dudes that are over the age of 30 compared to the 17 team where they were in their mid-30s or late-30s. Zach you're being built like the Dallas Cowboys of Jimmy Johnson. When you had, do you know when the Cowboys won their first Super Bowl? They were the youngest team in the league. They were the youngest team in the league when they built that team. Then they went out and they got the Charles Haley's, they got the Tony Casillas. they got dudes like the, brought in Dion. Right? This team's being built with youth. And what does youth mean? Okay? You know what youth means? Cheaper. You're not on gigantic contracts here. I got to tell you something. Let me say this to you right now. Who do you think has had a better offseason? Andrew Barry, Joe Douglas, or Howie Roseman? Has Howie Roseman, you know, Xander, let's think about this. Somebody do me a favor, because it escapes me right now. Who's the general manager of the Denver Broncos? Who's the general manager of the Broncos? I'm trying to think if there's been a je- better general manager who has had a better offseason season. Then Howie Rosen. Elway's not. He's no longer. He's he's not making decisions there any longer. I think that guy Patton is. Is that what you said, Xander? I think Patton's the guy. I think that's his name. Joe Patton or George. Pa- and I, I think it's. I think it's. I forget his name. George Patton. That's it. Um, Broncos and Eagles, who's had a better off season? Well, we'll see what this, uh, Judy thing comes out to, Cause that could be a factor for Russell Wilson, not having one of his weapons. However, that's not something GM can do. Howie Roseman, the best general manager in the NFL right now. I don't know if he's the best GM, but he's done the best job. Since the last game of the regular season in 2021, has Howie done the best at not rebuilding? Well, maybe it is rebuilding. This has been a two-year operation, right? Since the four-win team. 4-11-1, just two years ago. 4-11-1, just two years ago. Now we're talking about being an elite football team. It's taken him two years to now for all of us to sit here and go like this. Eh, You know, look. God, this sounds so awful, I know. By the way, he's shutting me up. There you go, GT. How he's putting his foot in my mouth. Okay? Not just my own foot in my mouth. He's putting his foot in my mouth. And get this: you want that. You want that. We were all sitting here with no patience and saying all the same things. So in two years, a coach who was considered for the NFL Coach of the Year award, he had to have it was nine and eight. I mean, who would have thought that Nick Sirianni was a better hire? then urban liar who would have thought that how many people even when nick sirianni was hired and everyone saw urban meyer getting all the pub and everybody giving all the kudos i knew it wouldn't work but i i was you were all sitting in philly probably going nick sirianni what who the hell is that You must have said the same thing about andy reed though because andy reed wasn't the oc in green bay He was a quarterback coach in Green Bay. Mike Holmgren called plays, (laughs) okay? Andy didn't call plays in Green Bay. He learned from Mike Holmgren, okay? Holmgren was the play caller, plain and simple. Andy was like the quarterback coach up there, was an offensive specialist coach. He wasn't the OC. So you're probably saying the same thing about Reed going, who's this guy? He's not even the offensive coordinator. In Green Bay. I guarantee you, you blasted his ass. That's what people do, because you look at Andy Reid and you go, who's that? You probably said the same shit about Doug Peterson. Who's Andy? Who's Doug? Doug's not even the OC in Kansas City. Andy Reid calls the plays, right? Tell me you were not saying the same thing that you said about Sirianni. So then you got to look at the general manager and the hire. Let me ask you something. This I don't know. Help me out on history. Guys, please hit the like button. Thank you guys so much. Tell me something here. Help me out on this. Who hired Who hired Andy Reid? Was it Joe Banner? Did Joe Banner hire him? Because Howie was in the building. Howie's been in the building since 2000. Okay, he was a capologist specialist or something like that. I I read on his resume. Banner hired Andy, right? And how he's a protege of Joe Banner. Is that correct? Is that how that dynamic worked? Scott Pioli told me, I I, I think Scott Pioli, the former general manager of the Patriots, told me that the dynamic went. Joe Banner um, was teaching was teaching Howie Roseman and there was a progression that was in the works in the Philly front office that Jeffrey Lurie signed off on was that Joe Banner was eventually going to step down and that Howie Roseman was to become the general manager of the team. And that's how that works. Scott Pioli told me that. I don't know if that's exactly the same, but I mean, that does that, does that sound right? Okay, so that, that, that's what I was told on how that works. So he's been in the building for Andy Reid. He's been in the building for Chip Kelly. By the way, Chip Kelly, doesn't that come off like that wasn't a front office decision? That was an owner decision. You know what's probably happened here? Guys, do you think that Howie Roseman got more power because he knew that the owner or the owner knew that he made a mistake by bringing Chip Kelly in on his own? You know, when they pushed Howie Roseman to the broom closet and stuck him in that corner and Chip Kelly's walking around treating people who were going in to clean up the place like shit, he realized that he had made a mistake. Same thing that Shade Khan realized when they brought in Urban Meyer. And look how that dynamic changed. I guarantee you Shade Khan may have even called Jeffrey Lurie and said to him, "How do you, how do why wouldn't Shade Khan have called Jeffrey Lurie about Doug Peterson. Jeffrey Lurie loves Doug Peterson. Jeffrey Lurie gave him great comments on the way out the door. So don't think that Shade Khan did not call, the owner of the Jags did not call the owner of the Eagles and go, what do you make of this? Because doesn't this look a little bit like, hey, I made a mistake in hiring Urban Meyer. I'm not going to make a mistake again. And I guarantee you, Jeffrey Lurie probably told Shade Khan, the owner of the Jags, you've got a football guy in the building now. You're not going to go wrong with him. But Doug needs a buffer. And that's why Trent Balky's there. He needs a guy in the middle because he'll want to run the whole thing. And he needs, he needs some safeguards. Probably the owner's view. Am I right when I say that? Okay. Well, you don't, you don't think these owners, these owners are partners. If I was going to hire Doug Peterson, I would have called Jeffrey Lurie. What does he like to work with? What's the one thing I have to look out for? Hey, I'd keep Trent balky in there. You know why? It, it protects you. It protects you. Th- that's why Byron Leftwich didn't want the job. The point is, is that that owner realized when he hired Chip, Hey, man, I shit the bet on that. That was not going to happen again. Three year contract extension. This guy's shown that he's hiring right coaches. Guy moves off of Wentz, saves the owner a shitload of money, shitload of face. Right? Guy's building the team up. They were 4 11 and one two years ago. They go nine and eight with a brand new coach, second round quarterback. You've made moves like this? How do you think, Lori, how do you how do you how by the way? Best move in the offseason by the Eagles. Can I say this? Is the best move in the Eagle offseason Howie Roseman's three year contract extension? You think it's you think that was a joke before. That was a joke before. You think the best move that the Eagles have made. Do you think it's Howie's 3-year contract extension? Look at the things. That's That's that that's Something you have to think. Spa says, yes, it is. Yell says, perhaps he may have taken some risk he wouldn't have otherwise done. And I apologize for all the comments towards Howie. Chris, I don't know if you have to apologize. How he's just righted it. You were concerned. It's nothing wrong with that. Right now, yes. See that right there, William? William says right now, yes. That's the NFL. You're only as good as your last offseason, and you're only as good as your last game, and you're only as good as your last moment, and your last draft, and your last meeting. You're only. You're constantly evaluated. That's the thing that I think fans miss out on. That is such a great take. Yes, right now. That's the NFL. Yes, right now. Carson Wentz is an MVP candidate. Yes, right now. Carson Wentz is a bum. Yes, right now. Dude, that changed in 18 games. He went from the darling in Philadelphia and an MVP candidate to a shitbag in 18 games. Yes, right now. That's the league. Okay? That's the league. Okay? Think about him. You're not wrong. Guys, when you criticize, watch this. When you criticize Daryl Morey or you criticize Joe Girardi or Nick Sirianni, and all of a sudden, they have a 5-2 five, five and two West Coast swing. And people start feeling good about the Phillies. You still have a right to go, well, what happened in May? What happened with the fact that that team last month was 500, underachieving? It's okay to be a fan like that. It's okay to say this. Hey, man, this football team that's being constructed by Howie Roseman, I mean, this thing, it, it's been upgraded. You know, one of the comments, and again, the main topic right out of the gate, has Howie's offseason made the Eagles elite? Okay? Has he made the roster elite? By the way, is it deep enough to handle the war of attrition? You're deep in the O-line. You're kind of pretty good at quarterback. If Jalen gets hurt, I you go in there and play. Are you deep at wide out? I don't think so. I think you only have one true NFL wide receiver there with another guy who can be a star. I think your tight end has a chance to be a star. Your left tackle has a chance to be Anthony Munoz. I said it. He's got a shot to be Anthony Munoz. You know what that means? He's got a shot to be pinned at that left tackle spot for 15 years. Okay. My problem on the other side is Reddick 6'1", 232. How are you using them? Jordan Davis was a pick I liked. By the way, I know Xander probably forgets this. One of the guys that I suggested right out of the gate was N'Kobe Dean. And he goes, he's kind of small. He's a small backer. And I said, Yeah, you know, they think a lot of him though, man. Because you know why? Tracy Rocker's in the room. Tracy Rocker was a defensive coach for Kirby Smart at Georgia. And I was talking to him. He goes, Man, we well, really like this N'Kobe Dean kid. I thought he was gonna be picked up earlier, let alone a third rounder. Okay. And he goes, Sell's this guy, Jordan Davis. Is just an athlete. The only thing that concerns me about that, once again, is his production has not lived up to that athleticism yet. Can he get better? Yeah, Calais Campbell did. Calais Campbell was an athlete at Miami with not a lot of production at Miami. I thought he was a good player at UM. He's been an exceptional pro. Calais Campbell is a better NFL player than he was college player. By the way, do you guys ever remember Frank Gore at Miami? Do you remember Frank Gore? He played in the backfield with like Clinton Portis, you know. I mean, McGahee, all them dudes. He was good. He got hurt a lot. Wasn't a very good pro. Now, now Frank Gore is one of the greatest running backs of all time. So, and again, elite the roster. the roster is improved. Are you D- look at your D line in your front seven. Look at the rotations you have and the uh, you know what's really great about what the Eagles have done defensively? 34-43. You can come at them with a 52, a 335, wide tackle seven. You can go wide sevens on them. Shit, you could line up in a wide nine on these some of these guys. You could put Dean on one end and you could put Redick on the other end and do a wide nine on them. You have that kind of capability. Still, think your linebacking core. We'll see what Kaiser White does. Tom Telesco told me he really liked him. They just didn't have room for him. Okay. Hey, hey, Randall. Some of these teams, like the Ravens, run that wide nine. Dude, they just line these guys up, and they sprint. And those tackles have to get out, and they're running games. Can you imagine the space between that OT and that guard when you got two tackles like Fletcher Cox, Hardgrave, and Jordan Davis in the middle there? And those tackles are getting out wide like that? You create a one-on-one in the middle there, and your two guys are inside there at 350 pounds apiece, and you're wreaking havoc. You're blitzing with guys like James Bradbury or Darius Slay, or you're bringing this kid Epson on a blitz package. Not that Jonathan Gannon has done that. The defense now has options. Last year, they had no options. They played that stupid soft zone defense. And and that's why we were bringing up a couple days ago, Guys like Derek Carr should not have a 90% completion percentage against any team. Dude, you see that shit in high school. Not in the NFL. 90%, 87%, 79% completion percentage. That was in a playoff game against Brady. Can't have that. You got like Brady with a 79% completion percentage. is going to destroy you. Right? Right? Have they become elite now with what Howie has done? Hey, I'm going to rank the top five NFC teams. I'm going to do that. NFL standings. Let's do that. Guys, please hit the like button. Thank you very much, Charles. Have I taken a break? Have I taken a break? I don't even remember if I've taken a break. Well, I'll do it at the top here. Okay. What's the number one team in the NFL? What's the number one team in the no no number one team in the NFC? What's the number one team? Number one team, Rams. We agree? All of us? Rams? Rams guys? I agree. Bucks, Bucks. This is where it gets a little packers, Niners, Eagles. Who's the third best team in the NFL? NFC. Cardinals, also. One, two, three. Packers. Rand, Randall's got Packers. Packers, not the third. Why? Because of the loss of Devontae Adams. Tampa, two. I still think it's 49ers. Yeah, Stephen, I still think it's the 49ers. I think the 49ers, man. Now, the problem with the 49ers, though, is you want to hear something crazy? I think they got more of a question mark a quarterback right now than what the Eagles do. You're going to take a guy out who's 36 and 17 and 5 and 2 in the postseason and owns victories over Aaron Rodgers out of the starting lineup for a dude you got bigger question marks on than Jalen. Am, am I wrong when I say that? I think you got more question marks in San Francisco. So, legitimately, I don't think I can put the 49ers third because. Wouldn't that be hypocritical of me, of me sitting here and banging on Jalen Hurts and going like this? Yeah, well, I like the Niners. Well, Sills, they don't even know who their quarterback is in September. At least the Eagles kind of know who – kind of. They do. They know who their guy is. You, You really legitimately cannot put a football team third in the NFC that has a quarterback question like San Francisco, who do we play? And by the way, I think if you choose wrong, and this is why that's been a holdup, and I'm going to tell you something, that injury to Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't have come at a better time for San Francisco because from what I'm hearing, I'm hearing Kyle Shanahan is not really sold on Trey Lance. He loves Jimmy G. So does Kittle and all them dudes. Samuel and all them guys are like, I don't know if you guys be moving off this dude. We see Trey Lance in practice. The front office and John Lynch and them dudes are like, we traded all those assets with the Dolphins. We got to put the guy in. I don't know if that's a reason to make a move like that, especially when he's going to only make $25 million. Rams and Bucks. Who's third? I'm going to put over here to the side 49ers, Eagles. Packers, Cardinals, Seattle's out the building, Saints, Washington, dude, this is going to be good. This is going to be. I'm going to finish this. I'm going to. I'm going to finish a top ten in the NFC. Don't forget, we're going to get a fans' perspective too. Philly Five Hundred is going to join me in the bottom of the hour. And hour number three here. By the way, Kurt Schilling. I moved Kurt Schilling so that we could do this today. Schilling's on his farm um, right now, up in Massachusetts, and I moved him so that we could do this. He texts me. I go, here. Let me show you this. Just so you know, Xander's like, dude, you moved. There's Kurt Schilling. Look what he said. I'm in the barn, so you might hear chickens. You might hear chickens. I'm in the barn. <laughs> But I'm not talking baseball and Phillies on a day like this. That's not how I work. I got no interest in talking about the Phillies or baseball or even the NHL. By the way, Bolts take a one-love lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. Thank you very much. I got to do this. Let's take a timeout. Hit the like button. I'm going to finish this top 10 here. I'm going to reset, and um, you should all be very excited about what's going on. I know it's May 8th, okay? This has been a whale of an offseason, and you may have just the best general manager in all of the NFL right now. Right now, like some of you say, and Howie Roseman, okay? Hey, guys, don't forget, our good friends at Morgan & Morgan, these are the people that you want to go to battle for you when it comes to your casualty case. No one liked them. Nobody. And choosing an attorney if you're hurt or injured on the job is one of the most important things that you could possibly do. And that slogan that they have for the people, it's not a slogan. It's who they are. It's what they do. They've collected over $13.5 billion, okay? When it comes to their clients, no case is too small. There's no such thing as a fender bender when it comes to Morgan & Morgan. Over 800 attorneys in offices in Philly, New York, Florida, across the country, our good friends, man, John Morgan, I've been friends for 25 years. I've been friends with John Morgan. And John Morgan will tell you, this is our passion. It's not a job. It's our passion to serve you. And that's what he does, okay? All over the country, their attorneys and their army of attorneys are here for you. The biggest casualty law firm in the country. And that's why size matters. The call is free, 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The consultation is free, 800-512-1600, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Someone is there to answer your call always. And do me a favor, when you call them, tell them Big Sell sent you.
2: I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. When you're hit from behind in a car crash, the insurance company may try to say, you can't possibly be hurt. It was only a few miles an hour. It's simply not true. You see, here's the thing. Getting hit at 10 miles per hour is like falling off of this. 15 miles per hour like this and only 25 miles per hour this Injured dial pound law. There's only one Morgan and Morgan
3: field of life first trust bank is there for you because philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank
5: at action news we cherish every moment and it's our profound responsibility to bring you closer to your world never miss a moment trust the people at action news
0: to learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org.
4: All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. <sighs> so go to writer, go to the Fake mom. Mama, go up, oh, mama,
6: She did it.
0: Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare.
1: Uh
0: huh.
6: Uh-huh. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free.
7: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
6: You could say that.
4: Go for the midnight dares, go for the game, go for the hit, go for the fans, go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Hour
1: three. Appreciate you coming aboard, National Football Show. Dude just said sales. You're always talking about Jalen Hurts' first two years. What about Drew Brees in his first two years? He was a Pro Bowler in San Diego. Drew Brees went to the Pro Bowl as a charger. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Hit the like button. Thank you guys so much for coming aboard today. It's been really a cruise control show because you guys definitely have a lot of excitement and you should. By the way, um the anticipation when you see something like this and you see an off season like this. By the way, let's go over the I'm going to reset everything here. Don't forget also um Philly 500 fan's perspective at the bottom of the hour. And we'll get Kurt chilling on tomorrow. We'll do Kurt tomorrow. Um, A.J. Brown, four years, $100 million. Hassan Reddick, edge, three years, $45 million. The signing today, quarterback James Bradbury, pro bowler, one year, $10 million. Perfect Howie Roseman deal, got him $3 million cheaper, and a guy who rolled into division. Boy, if you're the Giants, man, you are not happy. Hell, if you're the Cowboys you're not happy. If you're Washington, you're not happy. Okay? You are not a happy camper to see the Eagles pick up a guy who defends the division. Okay? And is going to be in common surroundings, playing against common opponents. You know this guy, the only thing he's changing? The only thing he's changing is zip codes. Okay? He's going to be covering pretty much the same guys he's been covering for the last couple of years in New York. Do you know how great that is? How would you like to do this? You got to go to a different conference, a different division, go across the country. Hell, you roll down 95. You roll, you may even still live in your own home in Jersey. Can you think about how great that is? This guy may not even have to move. This guy may be living in Jersey still commuting with an apartment down there and the family goes back and forth. So you don't have to uproot your kids, uprooting your kids, traveling across the country, putting them in different school systems. Shit, man, this guy's got a perfect world. And for $3 million cheaper, how we got him, dude, I don't know. And he's a pro bowler. And I'm like, you know what? Jesus Christ. It could not have happened any better for Eagle fans. Jesus criminy. It's not Gettleman, man. The new dude did it. The new dude cut him. Or if you're saying that Dave Gettleman set this up for this guy to be cut like this because of financial cap reasons, yeah, that's Gettleman's issue. You're right. The new general manager had to blow him out because of other issues that they have on the team with them overpriced old linemen that sucked out loud in his five years there. Yale, you can't have it land any better for you than Gets Kid James Bradbury. Three million cheaper, Pro Bowler, stays in the NFC East. Kid may not even have to move. He ain't living in Connecticut. Everybody knows that you play in um, the Meadowlands, you live in Jersey. Most of those guys live in Jersey, they don't live in Connecticut. Hutchinson's a lot more difficult to get up on to get into Connecticut and to get into White Plains and those places like Yonkers in there where the facility is. You you stay over on the Jersey side. Dude, I mean, seriously. That's pretty impressive. You know, it it's funny. Jalen has been a massive topic of conversation, just like every quarterback is in every city. Can you imagine what they're going through in San Francisco right now? Dude, you don't know who your starting quarterback is. The Eagles do. Let me get to this top. I put this top 10 together. with pretty. Do we agree? Pretty much the off season's complete now. This is going to be the 90-man roster that they're going to go to training camp in July in. They pretty much have their guys. Right? We agree? Ed says, and he doesn't even have to cover the best NFC East wide receivers at CB2. (laughs) Eric, he's coming on at the bottom of the hour. Okay? Bottom of the hour, 5.30 Eastern. I threw this top 10 list together. You tell me if you you subscribe to it. I got the Washington Commanders at 10. You know why I got the Washington Commanders at 10? I can't think of anybody else to put a 10. This is how weak the NFC is. The AFC, it's loaded. At nine, I got New Orleans. Okay? Yeah, hey, listen. I put Washington at 10 because I couldn't think of anybody else. Not Seattle. Not the Bears. Right? I mean, who else? Giants? Carolina? Who? I got the Saints at nine. Jameis Winston's a question mark. They got a lot of talent there, though. And number eight, I got Minnesota. Minnesota has it on paper. You know what they haven't done? The one thing the Eagles did. The Eagles have it on paper. Yeah, but they won. They won some ball games last year, and we're a playoff team. So I got Minnesota at eight. This is going to sound crazy, but I put the 49ers at seven because of the quarterback issue. Okay? I got him at I got him at seven. If you start Trey Lance, that could go lower. I don't I'm not I don't believe that guy's the guy. I got the Cowboys at six. I think they've taken three large steps backwards. You lose Amari, you lose Randy Gregory, you're older in the old line, you lost some components in your old line as well. Michael Gallup's not back at least until week six, seven. Right? How how are the Cowboys better? Now, the Cowboys were significantly better than the Eagles a year ago. Significantly. You were never in any game. The Eagles were n- never competitive against the Cowboys last year. It wasn't close. You guys were it was JV and varsity. That gap's closed, I think. I got the Cardinals at five. If DeAndre Hopkins is on that field early and it's a short suspension or it's overturned, that PED thing, they're going to be a tough, they're going to be a tough team to play against. Now, they didn't address the Chandler Jones issue. Dude, I mean, you know, you need a pass rusher and you don't have an elite pass version. JJ Watt ain't elite. He's a dude now. Did they pay him that much money, Steven? $50 million for Michael Gallup? Jesus, Grimony. I got the Packers at four. I still think Green Bay wins the North. Okay? I still think Green Bay wins 12, 13 ballgames because you got an elite quarterback. You got the reigning two-time MVP. You know, the broadcasters hate the guy because of vaccination, stupid stuff. Get over yourselves guy's won two consecutive Most Valuable Player awards. Well, we lost Devontae. Yeah, okay, well, guess what? Green Bay, the last 35, 40 years, has only drafted two first-round wide receivers. I think they're okay. They've made a living out of making wideouts because they've had Favre and Rodgers, okay? You have Favre and Rodgers for 30 years. You don't have to draft number one wideouts, and they haven't. Okay. They haven't. That's not what they do. They develop guys in the other rounds the same way the Steelers do. ESPN has the Niners ranked 24th in the NFL. (laughs) They were in the NFC Championship game and they're ranked 24th. How dumb. So they're ranked 24th. ESPN. Yeah. So ESPN calls itself the all sports network and they don't cover the USFL. They, I mean, how dumb are you, man? So petty. That's such a shit show. Trust me. The only way reason I turn ESPN on is because they have programming, college football, NBA, and some NHL. I don't turn it on for their commentary. It's terrible. It's race baiting and it sucks. Um, Got the Packers at four. You did it. I got the Eagles at three, Zach. Am I wrong? NFC. This number changes. This number changes when we add the AFC component. But that's not what we have to worry about winning. It'll worry about winning first the East and then the NFC. Got the Bucks two, Rams one. Meta, am I wrong? Should I change it? Paul's got the 49ers third. Paul, I think that quarterback decision. Okay, I think it's going to be a thorn in their side here. Duck, I think the USFL has gotten better every week. I completely agree. I watch it. Dan, name, big uh, Zizi says Dan, name a second year quarterback better than Jalen. Dan Marino, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers. Montana. Manning. Peyton. Should I go on? Big Ben. I think Big Ben went to the Super Bowl his first year or second year. Brady. I mean, really, <laughs> I could really... Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, okay, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, I can continue, I know I can, I just, Matt Ryan, sure, Eagles number one seed this year. Road to the Super Bowl. Goes through Philly. 007 said it. Troy said something that is so good. Look at that. Look at Xander. Eagles number one seed this year. Road to the Super Bowl. Goes through Philly. It's like what Troy just said. Where is it? Troy, Packers and Cowboys. Better until we beat them. And don't sleep on Arizona. Hey, you know what Xander just said, and it's so good. Because this goes against everything that GT and everybody thinks. You think I don't want the road for the NFC to run through Philly? No, you're right. (laughs) I'd rather have it go through Dallas. Let me think. I'd rather have it go through New Orleans. Because I'm sure everybody on Broad Street will be interested in new orleans hey maybe it goes through glendale oh the super bowl does actually land in glendale <laughs> hey i hope it lands in green bay <laughs> oh man oh my god sydney that's a great take how he we went from zero to hero dude that is a t-shirt xander look at that line how he we went from a zero to a hero dude that's a great line dog undefeated season oh Oh my god oh my god oh my god undefeated i love you guys i did that can we talk About how a better D makes Hurts better, can finally practice against good corners. Sal, not only that, this is how he makes Jalen, this is how a better defense makes your quarterback better. Okay. As the quarterback is going through learning how to deal with AJ Brown, work on a screen game. Get Devontae Smith more involved. You're going to have three and outs. One, two, three out. One, two, three out. You look like a ballet routine. One, two, three out. One, two, three out. One, two, three out. Okay? As a matter of fact, Stephen, the 17 Philadelphia Eagles, they'll always remind me of the 72 Dolphins. They won the majority of their regular season games with a backup quarterback and Earl Morrill and not Bob Greasy. Earl Morrill, I knew very well because he was an assistant coach at the University of Miami when I first got down to UM. Anyway, back to regularly scheduled programming here. Um, So you're going to have these three and outs, and as your defense has improved with pass rushing, the opposing team's going to have a boatload of three and outs. Effective pass rush, you've got cover corners now. Pass rushing is you-know-what on the table. Fair enough. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, you, do, you want me to do it? All right. I'll do it once. So Howie walks out now at the NovaCare Center. Here's Howie. There's a new sheriff in town. And it's Howie Roseman. I'm the new wide Earp of GMs in the NFL like it or lump it silly you said i didn't do shit xander saw it how you like me now just like the song says how you like me now (laughs) Uh, i gotcha hey maybe what he said to angelo's right i gotcha angie The process gotcha. Oh, Howie, silly old man. He's a defensive minded guy, he reacts. I'm more of a guy who sits back and lets the game come to me. I won you one before. Got gotcha, you, bro. That's my new name. Big Seals Bro. <laughs> hey, bro. How you doing, bro? Man, you're going to see victory lap after victory lap. He should take them, too. Howie's a gangster. With a big G, baby. It's Howie time. Going to get a t-shirt. Howie time. Right here at Jacob Sports. Hey, Don, we're going to have a new show on weekends. Howie time. Hey, Howie. Guess what, brother, man? It's Howie time. I got you. I got you a Super Bowl already, brother. You know where I'm coming from. You know who I am. You know what I do. Look at these moves I've made. You crazy guy? Howie time! It's Howie time, and guess what? It also is. It is Philly Five Hundred time. <laughs> hey, 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 Oh, on. Hey,
8: hey! hey. <laughs> what the hell happened?
1: You I you better
8: it. have you better have your cigars ready. Cause we are smoking a lot of
1: cigars this year, you know it, right? You you okay, know it. I'm gonna break the Cohibas out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look at this. Love it. I'm gonna break the Cubans. I got <sighs> Cubans and the Cohibas right here. Man, I need some of them Cubans. <laughs> I got some of the, I got this one rolled to me from Tampa. This is off the boat Cohiba. Look at that bad puppy. Yeah. This bad dog's here, and I almost lit it today because of this. Follow me here, Philly. He stays in the division. Yeah. You get him $3 million cheaper. Thank you, Dave Gettleman. He set that team up for disaster for the new GM. Had to cut him loose. I mean, now you add CB2 to a defense. Tell me yeah. what you think. And by the way, before you react... Here's Howie Roseman's offseason. A.J. Brown, four years, 100 million. Edge rusher, Hassan Reddick, three years, 45 million. Cornerback, James Bradbury, added today, one year. Howie Roseman special, 10 million. Jordan Davis, DT, Jacoby Dean, added these five men. Give me your take.
8: Wow. I mean, I, you know,
1: Howie's making it hard to hate the
8: guy. Like, I can't get on this guy anymore. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Howie vision is in full effect and I'm loving every second of it. I, I think, I think he's building this team the right way. Uh, this isn't like, you know, a team where you're taking a, a, you know, a going all in for one or two years. The, most of these guys are signed long-term and they're young only Bradbury. Cause they're white are the only two. I think that got one year deals, everybody else has got multi-year deals and they're all t- under 28 years old. So he, he's doing it the right way. Uh, I, I really have no complaints about this. This Bradbury signing was huge, in my opinion,
1: today. Do you think this roster now is one of the elite teams in the NFC?
8: It's a top – top. I have them top four NFC teams. I think top four to five. I, I have I, – I'd say you got the Rams, the Buccaneers, the Packers, 49ers, and the Eagles. Now, you might be able to put the Eagles ahead of the 49ers, but I think those are the top five teams – in the conference, if I,
1: the way I think about it. Would you – how about this? And Xander brought this up to me. Do you think Jalen has to be elite this year for this team to make the NFC Championship game? I think
8: – all right, here's what I said earlier. Uh, if you get Jalen Hurts – And he goes out and plays exactly the same way he played last year. With an easier schedule and a better roster. You still win 11 games. You still win the division. If he takes that next step, I think you find yourself in the NFC Championship game. To what level of a step that has to be, that I don't know. But if he takes the next step, you're going deep in the playoffs. And I think you can make the NFC Championship game. At
1: worst, you win 11 games, in my opinion. At worst. He, in my opinion, is set up for so much success here. There is no question about it here. I mean, look, look, Ryan Tannehill's not elite. They were the number one seed in the AFC, right? Yep. And look with Garoppolo, nobody considers Jimmy Garoppolo elite. I consider Jimmy G pretty good, but this guy's been to three NFC championship games. Right. And that football team, again, I mean, they got more question marks, in my opinion, at quarterback than what the Eagles do because – They're dicking around going back and forth. Should we keep Trey Lance and start him? Should we we start Garoppolo or trade? I mean, you're talking like that where there's more stability at the quarterback position. Let me slide you over to this question here. Who do you have more confidence in and who do you trust more, Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts?
8: Jalen Hurts. Why? (laughs) Because over the course of seven years, With Dak Prescott, he's only won one playoff game, lost two home playoff games. And in my opinion, I've always thought that they put such great talent around Dak Prescott. Now that you got Amari Cooper gone, Cedric Wilson gone, now that he's lost some of these players, I don't know that Dak Prescott is the same guy. Jalen Hurts, to me, if you look at everything he did last year, uh, I think he's got the mental makeup to win you know, big games, to win in close situations. Like, he's got all the intangibles that you want. What we needed to see is him become a better passer and talent
1: around him. Now that he has that, I'll put my faith in 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 Jalen Hurts. Do you have faith in Jonathan Gannon to be able to use all these new pieces?
8: <laughs> That's the tough one for me. I don't know. Uh, I, I question a lot of... Jonathan Gannon in a way he schemes. I don't like it. I I think in today's NFL, you have to get to the quarterback. You have to be aggressive. And to watch a guy last year go out and have 80% completion percentages by multiple quarterbacks in games against you scares me. I'm hoping and I'm putting my faith in that he didn't have the right players around him. And now that he does, we're going to see a different defense, a lot more aggressive defense. If you're not aggressive and you don't get to the quarterback in today's NFL, you don't have a chance. You don't have a chance, in my
1: opinion. Hassan Reddick is 6'1", 230. Mm-hmm. He's not Micah Parsons. No. My question for Gannon is, are you using 34 defensive fronts, 43 defensive fronts? See, he's not like Chase Young. He's not a guy that's a prototypical edge rusher guy. Yeah. He's more of a situational pass rusher. Yeah. And if you're going to do that, you can, to me, if I'm Hassan Reddick, Philly, do you agree? Now that you've got Bradbury back there, you're going to be playing more press coverage, which means yeah. you're going to get a better chance on pass rushing on third down. <laughs> and to Absolutely. me, utilizing him, I'm moving him all over the field. And lining right. him up at deficiencies because now my pass rush goes from 31st in the NFL to maybe in the middle of the pack. And if that team could be in the middle of the pack with those two cornerbacks, I can't name a team. I don't know if you can, that has two Pro Bowl cornerbacks. I can't name a team in the NFC that has two Pro Bowl cornerbacks. I mean, no. Reddick is going to be the key on how Jonathan Gannon uses him.
8: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think, you know, I Look, I grew up during the Reggie-Jerome era where you got to the quarterback. And then you look at how the NFL has changed, and has changed the rules. To me, the really, the only way to negate offenses in today's NFL is getting to the quarterback. That has to be your number one priority on defense. Uh, the thing with Reddick is, you're right, he is small. And they're going to have to play, I think, a lot more 3-4 than they did in the past. They claim they want to be a hybrid 3-4, go in and out of it. That's fine. The thing with Reddick, though, that I like is that he had double-digit sacks on two different teams, two years in a row. He did it in Arizona, and he's done it in Carolina. So I gotta believe if they use him correctly, he can do it in Philly. You know, that's my question, to, my question to you is, who's the other guy that's going to get sacks besides him? This is where I get a little bit worried. Brandon Graham coming back from an injury. Josh Sweat gotta gotta play better. Derek Barnett stinks. And the question is, who's going to generate the other pressures and sacks besides him? I would say this:
1: with Nicobe Dean's speed, in my opinion, you can yeah. line these guys up in wide sevens, and you could you you could Bring blitz it. these guys off the corner, and yeah. you can have your guys coming off the corner with the speed. True. To me, speed kills, yeah. not yeah. size so much. Speed. You got both guys. One guy. And I love what you said there because I think that's vital. And I never thought about that, but think about it. You're in Carolina and you're in Arizona and you have double digit sacks on two different franchises means this. And what you're saying is two different systems. You were able to pick up two different systems and excel in it. There's no reason not to think that he's going to come into Philadelphia unless he's put in a poor position by the coach, not to succeed here because it is really on Gannon here. If we see Hassan Reddick, Philly have five sacks, that's on the system, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Something that Fletcher Cox talked about last year. Because yeah. to me, he's had those double digits in Carolina and Arizona. Bro, that's gotta be on the that's gotta be on the coordinator to really rectify that.
8: I totally agree. Yeah, and and I, you know, Jonathan Gannon's a big question mark. He claimed that he didn't have his personnel. Well, now you've got it. So I don't want to hear any more excuses. I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes type statistics against us. Like Derek Carr was like, I think he was like 36 or 38 or somewhere. Completion. Like, yeah, I mean, you can't have that happen, you know. And it was so frustrating watching these quarterbacks go off and then do nothing. They didn't even try to blitz. They didn't even try to do anything different. They just allowed them to get picked off. So I got to see a a, a more aggressive jonathan gannon and and
1: that's what i'm expecting this year is is this still the two questions though with all the expectations we have here on may 18th it's health and still the play of the quarterback or yeah with the addition of all these assets has that come down a little bit with the play of the quarterback because like you said i think he has to be a tick up from a year ago because if ryan tannehill could be the number one seed if Jalen Hurts yeah. thirty eight hundred yards and twenty pass twenty four touchdowns and ten picks, I think you're in the NFC title game.
8: I I think you're right. I I, I think twenty five plus twenty five touchdowns plus, I think you you could very well be. I mean, look when you look at the schedule a year ago, there were teams on that schedule: Kansas City, Tampa Bay. There are teams I said there's no chance this team wins. They're not winning that game. When I look at this schedule, I say who really scares me. I think we could go in and beat Indianapolis. I think we could beat Green Bay at home. I think we could beat pretty much any team on the schedule if they're healthy and they play up to their abilities. So you have a better roster than you did. You have an easier schedule. And we're not even talking about how much Jalen Hurts improves. If, he, if he's not any better, I still think they win a division. If he's
1: slightly better, I think you could be in the NFC Championship. game. I definitely do. Has Howie Roseman had the best offseason of any GM? Yes. George, uh, uh, Patton, yes. George Patton has had a good one in Denver with the Broncos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so is Andrew Berry, quite frankly, in Cleveland. Right. I think Joe Douglas has had a good one. Yeah. But those weren't winning teams. This was no. a playoff team from a year ago, and they've right. added assets now. Is Howie, the, would you consider Howie right now? <laughs> I know, man. L- listen, hey, I got my ass kicked on this too, dude. <laughs> Seriously, man, watch this. What what was that line, Xander? That somebody brought up over here. Okay, I mean, this guy now has gone from being a zero to a hero. I mean, Philly. I mean, I know it's hard to say, but dude, people get their kudos when they do the right things. There, just is he the best general manager right now? And what we're seeing, how he's constructing his football team, and he's doing it I, with
8: youth. Yeah, I have to say he is, and and I can't believe I'm saying because I am critical of how, but. I got to say yes, and and the reason is because he's managed to do two things that I think are very important. One, he's managed to build a team that has two first-round picks, has tons of draft picks in the future, and he's built a team for guys for the long term. AJ Brown, Hassan Reddick, uh, Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean—these are guys that are going to be in this organization for a long time, as well as improve a team for next year. That's a very hard thing to do, to kind of go all in and build for the future at the same time. It's usually one or the other, and he's done it with tremendous balance. So I got to give him credit, man.
1: This guy's giving me agita. Okay, I mean, hey, I mean, one day I'm here, another day I'm over here. I got Ajita today because I got people going, hey, silly how's it taste right now? I went like this. Great. When somebody – and Xander said it too. When somebody's doing something, Philly, instead of sitting back on the ass, like look at the Daryl Morey move. Nobody right. had a problem with Daryl Morey moving Ben Simmons. The rub is if you give that guy a max deal at $50 million, that's going to be the rub. Okay? Right. That's the deal. You don't want to compound a mistake again. And – this guy's really done a nice job here, man. I got to give him kudos, too. I got a text message today, Philly, from the Eagles. How you like us now? And I'm like, oh, but on to me, man. <laughs> Tell them that, that this Philly 500 dance is the La Costa Nostra
8: of Eagles content creation. So they better be careful how they talk to you. But you know what? Today, they, they can say whatever they want. I ain't got no problem with it. They so, get a pass. Oh,
1: Wait a minute, Philly. You and me are making Howie today. We might have to. Yeah, <laughs> you see what he did. He paused. He didn't want to make him. Okay, hang on for a second. Hey, we had a problem. What do you mean we had a problem? Like from Goodfellas, right? What do you mean we yeah. had a problem? What do you mean we had a problem? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that yeah. he thing. You know, Billy Bat. <laughs> gone. He's gone. Right
8: now, it's get it's getting to that point, man. It's getting to that point. So we're he, he's have done to a make great him. job. We might have to make him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, Philly, I don't know, man. It's been a crazy offseason here. Man. Hey, this is the
8: Eagles. This is the, what happens with us, man. We're always all over the place because you never know what's <laughs> going to happen. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> we're, away. we're over here.
1: Today we're over here.
8: Listen, listen. They signed Hassan Redick. I'm dancing. I'm happy. Next thing they do is they sign Derek Barnett. I want to kill somebody. Okay, so you don't know how it's going to be. Uh the thi- the thing is 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 they've been done it with patience. And I got to say this one thing. I think getting AJ Brown changed the whole dynamic of how other players looked at this team. Like I think people want to come play with the Eagles and I think it was the AJ Brown trade that did it. You know?
1: That's a great take cuz now if you're a potential free agent you're doing this now, right? Philly watch. What the hell's going on in Philadelphia? Yeah. What's going on in Philly? How come they're signing all these guys? How come they're – wow, they're one of the better teams in e- – you're right. Get this. The Eagles are now a landing pad. Yep.
8: Dude, I think Philly,
1: so. Dude, I love you coming on the show, man. I appreciate it, brother. for having Thank me. Thank you so much, man. All right. That's my boy right there, Philly 500 there. Duck says he likes the way that the Eagle front office gives me shit. I know, dude. How do you like us now? How do you like us now, right? Dude, man, that's a great take, though. Go get Clowny, Yo, man. I want to hit on that take, he said. You're making Philadelphia a destination for potential free agents to want to come and play? Wow. Hey, guys, we're going to hit on that. Please hit the like button here. Don't forget, Morgan and Morgan. Where the fee is free, if you're hurt or injured on the job, there is no attorney firm in America bigger or better than Morgan & Morgan. They are the number one casualty law firm in the country. They will get you your money. For the people is not a slogan. It's who they are. It's what they do. I've known John Morgan for over 25 years, and this is a passion of his. Okay. Last 30 years, they've collected over $13.5 billion for their clients. They have over 800 attorneys and offices in Philadelphia, New York, Florida, across this great country of ours, and they do battle for you. They will not be intimidated by anybody. Call them, 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation is free, 800-512-1600. Listen, open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They are there for you. And when you call them, tell them Big Sill sent you.
2: After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case. And you might say, it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS, not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan, forthepeople.com.
3: field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve
5: a Philadelphia bank. At Action News, we cherish every moment. And it's our profound responsibility to bring you closer to your world. Never miss a moment. Trust the people at Action News
0: to learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. All
4: right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to writer, go to fake a mama. Mama, go up, oh, mama!
6: She did it.
0: Again, you can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare
7: Uh-huh?
0: At Stateside vodka, every new customer gets
7: the
6: world's best
7: rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half.
6: You could say that?
4: Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hit. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
1: Welcome back, national football show. It's your boy Big Sills. Oh, Nathan, Philly's a great city. No, 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 Nathan. It, it, it's not anything to do with the city and the fans. You're 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 taking that wrong and personal. Maybe you should. I'll quantify it here in a minute. By the way, I love people saying this. Hey Sills, keep talking trash. Uh the Eagles are definitely watching. I, I know they are. They they email me and text me all the time. Sales done motivated. Howie, keep talking trash sales. They're listening. Yeah, I know. I get emails every week, text messages every week. I got a position coach that texts me all the time, going, You've brought a lot of heat on me. And I'm like, Wait, I'm not bringing heat on anybody, man. I'm not, I'm not bringing heat on anybody. Nathan, I love your city. Okay. 007, before the draft, Sills said Eagles were a dollar, a dollar Tree franchise. I did. And? I'm throwing snowballs at Santa. Santa's a bum, and he's overrated, and so are Christmas cards. Okay? Christmas cards and Santa is a gimmick. It's a wrestling gimmick. Okay? Seriously. Jimmy Johnson asked Troy Aikman about Santa Claus and Christmas cards. It's a gimmick, okay? <laughs> Santa Claus is not about Jesus. <laughs> you kidding me? And nothing to do with it, man. Christmas is about Christ, not about gifts. It's a gift of life, okay? Two different things completely santa's a gimmick okay i don't need santa on christmas i need jesus on christmas that gets lost tell me about that jimmy johnson doesn't send christmas cards or believe in santa claus (laughs) he man he's just terrible at that he is ain't no christmas cards for jimmy ain't happening it thinks it's a gimmick. No preacher, man. I think of Christmas. I think of Jesus. I don't think of Santa. Let me quantify what I said here. Yeah, Santa's some bum somewhere that you get down the street shaking a bell. Give me a break. Um, hey. Philly 500 said something important that I said wasn't going to ever happen. A.J. Brown is now the cheese, okay? He's now the cheese. And what I mean by that is, watch this. What, what, What do you think Tom Brady, what do you think Tom Brady, one of his greatest assets was in New England and in Tampa? Everybody wanted to play with him. Tom Brady made it cool to play. You think people are rushing? Look at New England now. They have to overpay for everybody to come play there. When Tom Brady was there, everyone took a haircut. And they went there because Brady gave them a chance to get to a Super Bowl. Right? Brady made it cool. Ah, let's roll it back. How about all those guys that could have took big, giant money? In Tampa, they decided to come back last year and run it back, all of them took pay cuts. You're not doing that normally. You're getting your max money as you possibly can. But Brady made it cool. A.J. Brown has now made it cool to play in Philly. And by the way, I don't think just one move made it fashionable to be an Eagle again. I think the collective, A.J. Brown, Hassan Reddick, James Bradbury, Jordan. And you know what's crazy? Every single one of these pickups is an area of need. wideout, edge, corner, DT, linebacker. Howie Roseman fulfilled every single, and he got a future center, after Jason Kelsey, let's not forget that nugget. And you got a legitimate battle at right guard, and you got depth in your old line with these guys, dude. <laughs> this is if you're a potential free agent now, and you're—I'm um, just using names—Khalil Mack or a uh, 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 Dalvin Cook, somebody like that. Hey man, what are they doing, in Philly? What, what what are they doing over there? And they're paying some money. Titans only offered AJ Brown sixteen million dollars. Eagles gave him twenty. Andrew says, "Talent draws talent, true. But you know what else draws talent? Optimism. Chances to win." You know know why you can't get anybody in Los Angeles to go and play with the Lakers anymore? There's no optimism on winning over the next five years with LeBron James and Russell Westbrook in that building. They're not winning anything. They're not winning anything. You know what I would do? I agree with Phil Jackson. I would trade LeBron. I would trade LeBron James while he can before he's completely out of gas. Because right now, you're going nowhere for... You're in worse shape today in L.A. with the Lakers than you were at the end of Kobe's reign as a player in Los Angeles. Nobody wanted to come and play with Kobe. He's making $28 million a year his final two seasons, and nobody wanted to come and play. Kobe was going to chuck up shots, and that was going to be the end of it, and there was a terrible era. And look at what the Lakers have done over the last 10 years. It's terrible. Nobody wants to play with LeBron right now. Think of that. That's why you trade him. Would you trade him to Philly? (laughs) Howard Eskin would go nuts. Trade LeBron to Philly. Haven't played next to Joel Embiid. That could look good, actually. Trade LeBron to Philly. Okay. He did win a chip, Joe? He did. Asterisk. Okay. I've already done this, dog. Joe Burrow. Didn't take me long, did it? Second-year quarterback. Joe Burrow. Better quarterback than Jalen. Ten times. And I'll leave it there. No, no, you're right. Jalen was better in his second year. Will be better than Joe Burrow. That means you got to get to a Super Bowl. So what you're saying here is this. Okay, all right. Let's see it happen. I know Burrow did it in his uh, in his second year. In his second year, he did it. Got hurt his first year and then took the team to the Super Bowl in his second year. This will be his third year. Wrong, dude. See here. Yeah, no, man. Hey, they have made it fashionable they he i don't know as soon as i get off the air man
7: as soon as i hey as soon as i get off the
1: air man, the eagle guys are gonna be uh you you know one of the deep <laughs> you know one of the coaches who i get a job hey you like it now honey hey i had somebody leave that on my voicemail how do you like i gotta play that for xander how do you like me now How do you like us now? I woke up to that. I'm like, what's going on? I'd look over and I see Xander on the air with John McMullen. And I'm going like, what the hell? Wow. They signed this guy. (laughs) And I get my voicemails just filled. How you like me now? Come on, Sills. Come on, man. You got to have more patience. It's not a forte of mine, as you could see. Allison, Howie's the number one GM. So you think I'm going to have to make this guy like a Mafia Don? I'm going to have to give this guy, I'm going to make this guy's bones. I don't know. He's got a Super Bowl already too. Jesse Bates, they're in the NFC Championship game. God, look at people, man! How excited you are! I love Hurts, man. He's nowhere near, Burrow. Not close. Not remotely close to Joe Burrow. But he doesn't have to be. He could be Ryan Tannehill. Okay, seals. You have no chance. No choice. I have no choice. Ugh. Hey, Kurt Schilling said he sat in his chicken barn waiting for me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh. Got another email. (laughs) Oh, Tracy, I love you, man. G-Meta, I, w- I couldn't talk Phillies or Sixers today, even though I wanted to talk a little bit about, hey, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a man. Okay, let me say this to you. Jimmy Butler is the direct opposite of Ben Simmons. That MF-er is a man. He ups his game in the postseason and owns you, dude, how? (laughs) Well, then again, it's the Sixer organization. It's not a shocker they let that guy walk out the building. Tobias Harris. (laughs) Guy's even talking shit on you too on the way to the NBA finals, man. He's going to win the East. Man, he was a baller last night. Dude, he is a man's man. Dude, hey, hey, G-Man, Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris, you kept that dude? (laughs) You him? Hey, man, I love that guy. Dude, he is Pat Riley. He is Pat Riley in Nikes right now. That dude is a beast. 41 last night. Shit, every time they needed a play, he made it. Can you imagine him and Embiid playing together? They would have had an NBA championship. They let him go through their fingers. God bless it. How in the world does that go, man? That's got to be one of the biggest mistakes in Philadelphia sports history. Letting that guy roll out of the building. He, Jimmy, playoff, man. That guy's too much. Man. Anyway. Dude, it was a great day. Eagles had a spectacular day. They've had a spectacular off season. I want to end it by everybody saying this. It was an A off season. It's on paper on May 18th. Rent's due in September. A lot to hit on still. How do you utilize all these pieces? Do we have the right coaches? Appreciate it, everyone. Hit the like button. We'll catch you tomorrow going 3 to 6. We'll see you on the flip side.